Hey, you. Yes, you. Listen, before the podcast takes place, I want you to know from whatever how you're listening to this, whether it be on iTunes, Google Play, or some radioactive frequency wave you just have in your stoner brain of yours because you just smoked too much of that good kush or whatever the fuck you like to trip on and just can't realize you clicked on the podcast category for some dope-ass audio. Or wherever you may on right now, whether it be you're driving down the interstate or some fucked up traffic that you don't want to be in, walking around the block with your purse-sized dog in one hand and gimmick Starbucks cup in the other, Walking out your place because you can't stand your annoying bitch-ass girlfriend-slash-boyfriend right now because you're not doing something she-slash-she told you for the hundredth time today, but you keep going back and you know the flame is still there. Oh, hey, you maybe just be taking a shit or serving your country at war right now because you goddamn right we support our troops. So whether this is your first time listening or a long-time staff fanatic, we here on Topics on the Pod are here to say welcome. So sit back, relax, Roll another one, or whatever the fuck you like to take the edge off, and enjoy the show, you fucking bitches. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? And this is DJ Stash, aka Jesse, aka the host on the motherfucking podcast. This is episode 52 on Topics on the Power, each week we give you the most dopest audio on the planet. Alright, guess it's gonna be just me today. As you uh as you follow Dash Fanatics, you had I had one of my good buddies, uh Goodman on here, aka Marias. Very good conversation. Uh this week, uh it's gonna uh, just talk about what I've been doing this past weekend. It's currently six Six o'clock in the morning, my time. Good old, as I'm recording this apartment, or <laughs> recording this apartment, recording this podcast in my illustrious apartment in good old Central Texas. The computer's talking to me. Hey, a lot of stuff's going on. Uh, me and uh, Kelly went to, uh, which you know, Kelly up and talked to her, uh, one of my friends. <clears throat> and I've had her on the podcast a couple of times already. We went to uh, see Not Fest, Slipknot. We both haven't seen them. That was our first time experience seeing them in Dallas. And uh, seen or not seen, but I uh, heard Post Malone's new album. Uh, played a game, watched a couple movies. This worked this past week. We'll get into all that, but I figured I'd uh, do some topics on the on the Google News. Uh, a lot of times, Stats Fanatics, or you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you're new to the podcast, please give us a subscribe. It really helps the podcast going. If you're not subscribed already, please subscribe. I mean, what are you doing, guys? He's, he's, what are you doing? Yeah, subscribe. <laughs> But yeah, we go on Google News and go to the For Me section and uh, read off the topics. So, I found one right up here. There's a place for one, but I like that. Eh, it's not one I'm really interested in. But this one is about Post Malone and Jimmy Fallon go to medieval times. So I'm guessing it's like a post or uh, Jimmy Fallon sketch. Because it's kind of a good segue. Because I'll go to this and I'll talk about the album, Post Malone's album. So, I'll just click on here. It goes right to YouTube. It's about a four-minute clip. So. Greetings, lords and ladies. I'm here with the one and only Post Malone. All dressed up, medieval time. Yeah, we're gonna keep it old school, really old school. We're at medieval times. It's fantastic. I just remember, like, he, they were just—he was just on his podcast too. Or not on his podcast. <laughs> like Post Malone was just on the show too recently when he just like promoted his uh, Posty Fest too. His like second festival because the first one was at the Dosakis, uh, Pavilion Center, which I went went to uh, late October. And now he's got a new one that's going to come out in uh, Dallas. Or, it's still in Dallas, but it's going to be in the ATT Stadium, the bigger stadium. Which, uh, they already got the lineup, too, for that on Twitter. I'll read that after uh, this video, because I've 
get back up. Hasek, you look incredible. Uh, at, this, at this point, actually, the medieval times, you're actually pre-Malone. Mm, yet to be Malone. Yeah, yet, but you've not Maloned yet. I'm so pumped for this. Let's do it! <laughs> I wasn't even there on it.
the one kingdom. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's pretty cool that Asmino, because like, I guess he came on the show to talk about his uh, album and then what's going to be going at the uh, show. I have to look back on that on his show. Yeah, let's see if I can look back on that lineup. <clears throat> I can't remember all of it. I can log on my Twitter on my phone and my laptop. Twitter. Uh, I can read it without saying it. Let's see. Should be on here. No, I just Twitter then. I just have to go up on Google regularly. Instagram, that's what it was. Yeah, so we're showing. So it's the second annual Posty Fest ATT Stadium Ireland in Texas, November 2nd, 2019. It's featuring Post Malone, of course, Mick Mill, Pharrell Williams, Ray Zamarone, uh, Jane Smith, Dominic Fike, Doja Cat, Yella Breezy, Taylor Yahweh, St. John, but it's like JHN, and Dior, Beach Fossils, Snowy. Uh, Modge, M-A-J, Colonel and Frost, DJ set, and plus guests. So, yeah, really much of I mess, uh, hear about is Mick Mill, Pharrell Williams, and Ray Smurl, which, like, Ray Smurl, who was, like, with Post Malone last year when I went. But I was, like, a surprise guest. They did that song, um, uh, Spoil My Night, which kind of didn't really make sense because, I mean, they had that song, but uh, Sunflower was already out. When he did that festival, that was really surprising they didn't do a sunflower at that festival. The more likely they're going to do it this year. Since it's, not, it's actually on the album. I wonder who the other guests are going to be. Let's see. Because that was always more surprise guest. I mean, Brett Race, like both the bro him and his brother were out there. But let's see. But I like to down here, like we got more stuff. Like, like when I was last year, you know, I probably talked about it on the podcast when I talked on the Post Malone. When I had the Post Malone Festival podcast, like, I didn't, I didn't do any of the game stuff. I came there pretty late. I just came there for, like, the, the main four people. It was, like, Little Skies, Chance the Rapper, uh, Travis Scott, and then Post Malone. Like, there was two stages, like, the way I parked, it was part of the other side. I couldn't even tell where it was. Like, it's supposed to be, like, uh, have a little, what's his name, Dimitri, whatever, like, a little devil baby. Like, apparently it was, like, a, when I looked on YouTube, other people's vlogs on it. Well, apparently there was like a big flatable of that thing, but I didn't even see any of that or like other, uh, uh, what do you call it, stands and whatnot. I didn't see any of that. I just went straight to the stage. But apparently here they're going to have uh, music, games, obviously music, <laughs> food, prizes, free stuff. And then they have no one has it not free stuff. Uh, exclusive collabs, which is probably going to be just fucking Post Malone and Race and Rim. Uh, Giant things, which is pretty much that, probably that flowable baby thing again. Jousting, that's one that's what's getting into with the uh, Jimmy Fallon thing. They're gonna have jousting there. That's gonna be a thing. Limited merch, uh, guitar smashing, and so much more. So I'm like, with jousting thing, I'm like, how, when are they gonna put that at? Because I've been to the AT Stadium when I talked about when I went to the uh, Kaboo Festival. As far as I'm actually went to the AT Stadium, so 
That's gonna be pretty cool. I'll, I still haven't decided if I'm gonna go to this one or not. I have to see when the uh, tickets come out. I think like what's this down here on the tweet or Instagram? So let's say. Uh, it says at Posty Fest is going on sale. Side card. I don't know what it is. It says pre sale begins Tuesday, September 10th, which is tomorrow at 10 a.m. local time. Public on sale December 14th at 10 a.m. So, and also it's like a one day event. So, and it's on a Saturday, so it's kind of convenient for me since I'm off. So, I don't know. It depends on the price of the tickets. I had a good time first time. I don't know. I mean, it'd be nice to hear his new song. I, so we're gonna do the songs. Um, it's Hollywood's bleeding. I listen to my Spotify. So easier just to listen to all that. I got the album out here. I've been listening to it. It's like uh, it comes with. I still got other Google news, but you know we'll get into this topic for Post Malone's album. That's seventeen song, seventeen tracks on it. It's like Hollywood's bleeding, Saint. Tropez, Enemies, featuring Dad Baby, Allergic, A Thousand Bad Times, Circles, Die For Me, featuring Future and Halsey, uh, On The Road, featuring McMill, Little Baby, oh yeah, so they'll probably do a, that collab song on the uh, concert, probably, maybe, uh, Take What You Want, from, take, take What You Want, featuring Os Osborne and Travis Scott, and uh, uh, I'm Gonna Be, Staring at the Sun, featuring SCA, Sunflower, obviously, Internet, Goodbyes, Myself, I Know, and Wow. Uh, my favorites out of these, I mean, it's definitely one of the ones that are already like singles, like, uh, from the list. Die for Me, I like that one. And, uh, On the Road, or not, on the like, Take What You Want for I've been, I've been, I've been listening to that song over and over because, like, I grew up with Ozzy Osbourne because I grew up as a rock person. If anything, for guests like Seagrass, I, I would, I would probably trip the fuck out of people if this Ozzy Osbourne just came out. <laughs> and Travis Scott, that's what they should have. I mean, some of these people ain't on the album. Like uh, he has Ray Summers and uh, Mick Mill, but couldn't get the other guests like because like Jane Smith and Pharrell Williams ain't on this album. You should have got Travis Scott again and uh, Future and Halsey. That would have sold probably more tickets. I'm like a lot of people. For me, I mean, that's just me. Like, that was some... Send me more than a ticket if you brought in Future and Halsey. And Halsey Osborne on the lineup. I mean, now you have to be in a lineup. At least Halsey or Future as well on the card. And then have... And then you have Ozzy Osborne and Travis Scott as the prize guest for that song. Man, people will go fucking nuts. I'm like, what? You came out of here? Like, no one would know it. And Young Thug, too. I like the song Goodbyes. Yes, we'll go back. So I like out of this album, Circles. I like Circles. This is, her, this is the single. Uh, die, yeah, Die For Me. Take What You Want From Me. Or Take What You Want. Uh, so, uh, is alright. I don't really... Uh, goodbyes, so... About four or five of these out of this album. It's alright. I think Sunflower is like the most played out of this whole album. Because it's, you know, been already been out. Uh, which it's got oh, Spotify is yeah it's already got a, it's got a billion plays that's the most Goodbye's got about 270 million take what you want oh wow it went up since yesterday now it's got like uh, 12.5 million yeah now it's, it's got more popularity 
I think it's the most popular. Uh, that's well, Hollywood's bleeding is thirteen or fourteen million. Uh, Saint Trabas is about fourteen five million. Enemies is twelve point five million. Lords is about eight million, a little bit almost nine million. Thousand bad times nine million. Circle is fifty two million. Uh, it died for me ten million. On the road about almost ten million. And I said this one. I'm going to be eight million. Staring at the sun's eight million. Internet is six million. Goodbye. Yeah, I said no. Uh, myself six million. I know it's five million. Then wow, it's six hundred seven. Six hundred seven one million. Which I don't like that song either. So I don't know. If they had Ozzy Osbourne, because I've been trying to go to Ozzy Osbourne. I missed a couple of times when I went to Dallas. I just didn't get around to do it. Yeah, AT Stadium. That's good. And I know a good parking spot, which I talked about on the podcast, so. Just talking about those, like, $100 parking spots. Fuck. To do that. There should be free. There is no free parking spot. That I know of. The Dosak is probably on. There's free parking. But as of there, no. Okay. Uh, let's get back here. I still think Jimmy Fallon should make an appearance. But here's like an article. It says, uh, these three states will begin selling recreational uh, pot fairly soon. So we'll click on that one. Let's see. I'm curious what. This is from uh, September 7th, about 10.50 a.m. This is from the Molly Fool. Let's see how long this article is. Okay. Wait a minute. How far is this going? That's what it's all about the states. Uh, it says, pardon the cliche. I don't know who wrote. Oh, it says uh, Sean Williams is the one who wrote this, apparently. I'm just saying, uh, yeah, two of these three states should be billion dollar cameras markets by 2024. Oh, okay. Just pardon the cliche, but the marijuana industry is budding before our eyes. Even though cannabis sales have existed behind the scenes for decades. We're beginning to see the impact of how big a legalized marijuana industry could be last year. Legal global sales sprouted to $10.9 billion, which more than triple worldwide legal weed revenue from 2014. Looking ahead, sales could quadruple by the time 2024 rolls around. Although the entire world is an opportunity for the cannabis industry, it's the United States that happens to be the crown jewel. Despite estimates varying widely on Wall Street, one constant is that the U.S. will run circles around other countries when it comes to total sales. To date, 33 U.S. states have given the green light for physicians to prescribe medical marijuana to patients for select elements. Additionally, 11 states have given the all-clear for recreational consumption, with 8 states, Washington, Colorado, Oregon, California, Nevada, Massachusetts, Maine, and Alaska. I thought Hawaii was legal, too. You gotta... Well, like DC, you gotta, DC is also so, but you can't count as that. Uh, this is currently selling adult use marijuana and licensed retail dispensaries, which do whatever happened to all three. Well, being the three of these states, they're illegal. The Colorado, California, Nevada. Uh, this is what happened with the other three recreational legal states. You ask, well, as you're about to read, sales should be fairly soon. Okay, Illinois is the first one. 
It says Illinois sales to commence on January 1st, 2020. Nice. So now I can go there for, uh, what is it called? Lollapalooza. <laughs> uh, this is in late June, Illinois. Governor J.B. Pritzker, a Democrat, put pen to paper and officially signed HB 1438 into law legalizing recreational weed in the land of Lincoln and expunging the criminal records of nearly 800,000 residents with nonviolent crimes who had previously possessed or purchased marijuana. The bill sets up a timeline to commence marijuana sales as of January 1st, 2020. Uh, among uh, U.S. states, Illinois has a chance to be one of the major players in the marijuana industry when the duo Arxiview Market Research and BDS Analytics released their newest report, State of the Legal Cannabis Markets. They pegged Illinois for $1.14 billion in annual pot sales by 2024. That should be good enough for 10th highest among the 50 states. Illinois represents an intriguing market for a number of U.S. multi-state operators, including Crisco Labs, which aims to have a presence in 11 states through organic expansion. And acquisitions, Crisco has five retail locations near highly populated Illinois cities and suburbs and is likely going to be one of the state's top three cannabis players by market share. According to a June press release from the company, Crisco will also be allowed to open up to five additional dispensaries come January 2020, doubling its presence to the state maximum of 10 retail locations. That's the only, the, only 10 locations? Yeah, that's, that's pretty bad. Uh, this upcoming sales launch in Illinois nicely complements uh, Crisco's push into the California market via its pending acquisition of cannabis distribution company Origin House. Okay. And we have Michigan. Uh, Michigan sales should start in the first quarter of 2020. Unlike most states, uh, which have set relative concrete dates when adult use marijuana sales will begin. Michigan's official launch date has been met with a lot of question marks and sh uh, shoulder shrugging as the state outlines its game plan. Residents voted to legalize recreational marijuana in November 2018. Uh, what we do is that licensed marijuana dispensaries are intentionally the only business that will be able to obtain a recreational retail license. Since these stores have already been vetted by Michigan's regularity agencies, this should speed up the licensing approval process. Unfortunately, recreational licensed stores still, uh, what says, says, will still to wait for growers to attain state license for adult use production. It says, yes, the state di differentiates crops between medical and recreational and will therefore require growers to obtain separate license depending on where their cannabis will wind up. It says, cute high rule. <laughs> As if this puts the first crop of recreational cannabis and licensed dispensaries sometimes in the first quarter of 2020, most likely, with sales commercing no later than March 2020. Since Michigan's legal legalization uh, should be viewed as a nice boost for men, Medman Enterprise, which is in the process of establishing a significant presence in California and Florida. Medman's pending all-star acquisition of Pharmacan will give the borrowing upscale retailer <clears throat> access to six new states, including the uh, Wolverine State. Okay. Archview and BDS analysts have forecast uh, $1.48 billion in illegal weed sales for Michigan by 2024, making it 
the fifth most viable state in the country for marijuana spending. As a side note, it's also worth mentioning that MedMen expects to open up to 10 retail locations in Illinois, too. Once they just said that, okay. And let's note, what other one is uh, Vermont. It says retail sales begin by July 2021. Like, that's that's fairly far away. Uh, so the wait will also be over for Vermonters in due time, although they'll be waiting a bit longer than folks in Illinois and Michigan. In 2018, Vermont became the first state to use the legal, legislative uh, process to legalize recreational marijuana. And in 2018, and they're going to wait until 2021? Jesus. Only three years for that. That's crazy. So this is a, a fancy way of saying that the state's lawmakers voting in favor of legalizing, legalizing adult use marijuana rather than putting the measure to vote on a statewide ballot. Though this history-making moment did legalize adult weed consumption, it did not authorize the sale of recreational pot. Since Vermont's lawmakers have been discussing and formulating a plan on recreational sales timeline for more than a year, one of the most recent bills, uh, Terminations, called for a cultivation license to be issued in February 2021. With uh, laboratory testing and wholesaler shipments commencing in April and May 2021, Respectfully, by sometime in mid-July 2021, retail sales could begin. Uh, so the issue has been the difficulty in reaching a uh, continuous on the excise tax rate to be charged, and sending <clears throat> Governor Phil Scott's, as probably for Vermont, he's uh, concerns about impairing driving. Scott has said he wouldn't sign any retailization that didn't include specific guidelines on. Saliva testing, or salvia or salvia testing, of cannabis impairment. Uh, assuming some sort of consensus can be reached, Vermonters should be less than two years away from adult use sales beginning. Uh, says though, Vermont is a relatively small fry compared to the likes of Michigan and Illinois. Legal retail sales will be a positive for Care Relief Holdings. That's because Care Relief is in the process of acquiring privately held. Multi-state dispensary operator Grassroots for $875 million in a cash and stock deal. Grassroots will provide Curry Leaf with the access to seven new states, including Vermont. Now, it's possible new states could launch recreational pot sales before Vermont, but for the time being, these are the three states that are on deck to commence recreational uh, sales next. All right. Well, that's far as time for Vermont, but get on for Chicago and uh, Illinois. Or not Chicago. <laughs> fucking I'm stupid. Illinois and uh, Michigan. Probably it's Chicago, Illinois. You know, Chicago is in fucking Illinois. <laughs> yeah, Illinois and Michigan. Uh, oh, yeah. Speaking of, like, the non-festival, there's another festival, too. That's, like, the Little, uh, Little Wayne's Music Festival in New Orleans. That also happened, too. Travis Scott was in that festival, Talking about Travis Scott earlier, and then some, somebody just says, uh, "Was it gunshots?" Says Stampede at Little Wayne's Music Festival leaves several injured. This is from uh, USA Today. So let's see what's that about. Let's see, things about USA Today, man. They always ask my blocker. Really annoying. Okay. 
Maybe I can read it now. Okay, this is from yeah, USA Today. Published uh, September 8th at 3.40 p.m. Doesn't say who. It's the same by USA Today. Uh, it says New Orleans, a crowd stampede injured several people attending a New Orleans festival organized by rapper Lil Wayne. Large portions of the audience estimated to, be, to include 15,000 people ran at least twice Saturday night, causing injuries following Mick Mill's uh, performance at a little... At the Little Wheezy Anifest, that's what it was called. Something was going to be the Posty Fest too. Uh, the Time Times, uh, I can't pronounce that. Slash the New Orleans Advocate reports, police aren't sure what caused the disturbance, but speculated the false rumors of gunfire or a fight could have prompted the attack or panic, should I say? Uh, it says my brother said to me and my cousin, "Run, just run. I don't know what's happening." Local attorney. Molino Muska said, I turned around at one point to see what was happening, but everyone was running away. It wasn't clear how many people were injured. The news newspaper reported fans knocked to the ground and suffering cuts, scrapes, and bruises. On-site medical uh, staffers provided care. A medical tent and concession stands near the stage were overrun with the medical tent left in. Tantrums on the ground, sections of fencing were knocked over, tables were overturned, and beverage booths near the main stage were damaged. Yeah, that's pretty bad, man. If you get a organized, we fucking know we have to have a medical tent, like it was at the uh, Hard Summer Fest. Yeah, there's a lot of people in that one. Like people were like way fucked up at that concert I went to, or the first one I went to. It was crazy, fucking California man's. <laughs> uh, says I didn't know what was going on. Said George, an employee at Bev Inc., the care company that operated the drink booths. At Little Weezy's Anifest, it was a stampede. The first thing you think is, was it gunshots? I think it was a fight. This police officer stationed around the site uh, said no shots were fired on the festival grounds. Some people looted during the melee. Of course. Every time there's like a panic, people just like, that's their first thought. It's like, still, still, shit. It's like the California fires. Like, there's gonna go. So now, like, you know, helping people out and shit. And I was like, oh, the rich people are fucking leaving their house. Let's go in there and steal shit. It says we're fucking animals, man. It says some people alluded during the melee stealing from the cash registers and tip jars. Concession workers said some festival attendees took bottles of liquor and other drinks when the employees, fearing for their safety, abandoned the booths. After the beverage booths were intentionally overrun and money and liquor taken, Carter said he and his fellow employees shut down the booth. We salvaged what we could, he said. The show continued despite in the commotion. Uh, following McMill's 30 minute set, rappers Travis Scott performed Little Wayne Headline at the festival. Uh, the first Little Weezy Anna Fest in 2015 conceded with the 10th anniversary of Hurricane Katrina and was intended in part as a celebration of the city's recovery. Yeah. And that was a mess too when Hurricane Katrina hit. People were raping each other in that uh, Superdome. Raving and killing and shit. It was horrible. Okay. There was something about Molly Cyrus. It's from uh, mirror.co.uk. It says, Molly Cyrus snapped going brawless 
in the street as Liam Hensworth divorce continues. Which I just seen her uh, video of Slide Away just a while ago. Basically, it just looks like she's uh, kind of looks like a washed up Hollywood star. Uh, like, uh, kind of reminds me of, uh, uh, fuck is it? It's that cartoon show on Netflix, Bojack Horseman. Like, he has that nice California house and then it's like, has part and shit and it's like trash in the pool. That's all I, w I don't know, it looked like training as her house, but all kind of shoulders are in a pool and like it's just fucking trash and she's just standing there just singing. You know, like, people are drinking and shit, just, like, pills and booze. Which, I get it, because it's portraying, but... It just looks depressing. Still my bae. Oh, yeah, show us a picture of her. Here, I'm just gonna accept this. Uh, it says, The singer was seen in sweatpants and a white tank top as divorce proceedings with Liam Hensworth breezed by. See, they think people gotta, like, uh, like, celebrities gotta wear, like, the most Gucciest stuff. I'm like, nah, people, celebrities, like, wear basic stuff is like you and me, just regular people. I mean, like, you know, celebrities are just regular people, that's the whole point, people don't think that. Like, they're, like, goth and shit, I'm like, nah, they wear regular pants. Like, I'm actually wearing a white tank top right now, so I'm recording this. Because it's fucking hot. <laughs> Sweatpants, you know, because it's hot. Uh, well, this is from the UK, so I don't know if it's from the UK, the furnaces, but apparently, I'm just showing the... Richard Susan Schwert pants, like the Adios, I think, not the Adios, but it's like AD, IO, I think that's the brand for these sweatpants. I've, I've had I've had these pants. But she wanted to wear a tight tank top, it's bras because you can see your tits. Because we're training, like her tweet said on Instagram, like, oh, I'm more naked than, uh, or pictures of me naked everywhere more than any girl on the internet, which, you know, I think she's kind of, you know, carried away with that, but nevertheless. Yeah, basically. I mean, she don't give a fuck anyway. People are just taking pictures of her regardless. Which is one will be. They can't go anywhere without being harassed or something. But anyway, let's keep going. So Smiley Cyrus has been the focus of media storm since she and her hubby Liam Hensworth announced her split. Now the singer 26 has been snapped in the street having ditched her bra. Which I don't know what. She was rude at. Says Miley opted. For a simple style sweatpants and a white tank top, exposing her uh, mid riff. She also rocked some big shades and showed off her tattooed arms. Uh, says her block lock, blonde locks were let loose to flow over her shoulders with golden bangs falling over her face. All while her voice for Hollywood Hunk Liam and Swerve 29 reports be going rather smoothly. To sign a prenup prior to their marriage, a document that agreed for a marriage, how property would be divided in the event of separation. Well, she's that. I mean, it's probably not working the streets of LA or something. She like, I guess there's no property in LA and uh, I don't know Tennessee for sure because they had that Malibu house that burned down. I'll say where it be. That's another picture. She's just walking by herself, I guess. I think she got the keys. I think she ordered her car or something. So, yeah, she got an Apple iPhone. There's like a video too. This is Miley Cyrus takes Kaylin Carter to into VMA's after party following Liam breakup song performance. So let's, click, let's see what let me play without a. No, not gonna play it. Okay. 
It says, uh, because of the precaution source told the blast that the divorce has been Emmett capable. And, oh, there you go. Get up and I'll walk back. Yes, Miley. Okay, okay Miley. We'll see you, ladies. See all the photographer. See, I don't care enough to the press. They're just trying to get to that part. So, yeah, that's the thing about celebrities, man. Like, I would have liked to be the famous, like, to like, you know, giving up, you up still part of yourself. I'm like, just. She's gonna know that people's gonna follow you 24 7. Okay. Yes, yeah, because of this precaution, uh, precaution sources told the blast of divorce has been. Yeah, okay, so that. <laughs> it says to be completed by the end of October. Uh, statements from both have been very civil, with Liam wishing his ex nothing but health and happiness. I don't know what's In playing. 2011, I was on X Factor. I was put into. I'll see the story. To a girl group called Little Mix, and we were all told that we had to have social media. Told. There's the like, whole world had an opinion on me, eight, and they weren't good ones. Eight years ago. I think everyone needs to know the effects of what online trolling can do to people and how bad it can really get. Facts. I wasn't known as just one of the singers in Little Mix. I was known as the fat, ugly one. It literally consumed every part of me. Hey, we just sort of watch this amazing funny girl sort of become a bit like a broken doll. It was horrible. I think this is important now because social media is such a huge part of everyone's lives. Like you can say one nasty comment and think that it's, they're not going to see it or it doesn't mean anything to you, and, and but it does. It, it affects people massively. And I always used to like look at the other girls in the group and think, God, I'd just love to know what it feels like to be you. And I thought, God, there must be so many girls that wake up and still feel like that and think there's not a light at the end of the tunnel. And I wanted to make it so that for people to know that there is, if you talk to people and you get the right help, you will be able to feel better again one day. While I've been making this documentary, I posted an old picture of me from X Factor. Hmm. I mean, it may sound silly to a lot of people because it's just a picture, but for me, that's like, I know I've come a long way because I would have never have been able to do that six months ago. Now I've made this documentary, I feel powerful, I feel strong, and I've like overcome them demons. And I feel like I know who I am now, so it doesn't really matter whether people want to call me that anymore. Well, good on you, girl. I think the X Factor is like the British version of Mer uh, American Idol, I believe. American Idol or America's Got Talent is one of those. Let's read that article. Um. Yeah, Matt. There did. Yeah, apparently, uh, Mac Miller's drug dealer got convicted or got in trouble, and that's kind of also also the year anniversary of Mac Miller's death. Someone else another post about post <laughs> another post about post Malone it says uh two about two fab two days ago it's so it's post Malone explains what gave him the chills about Mac Miller's death. Oh, that's an interesting story too. After that one, then uh, I'll probably wrap it up with the stories. Well, some of these like another good PlayStation one. Although, well, wasn't a. Uh, let me go back to the top.
There was something about the ATC stand, but I don't think it's there anymore. Um. Oh, it is right there. Okay. I got two more articles to read. I'll do two more articles. Yeah, okay. It's about the two fab article. Two fab? Two the fab fab? says Malone says the two agreed to collaborate on an album shortly before Miller's accidental overdose this is for, uh, says Post Malone is looking back at his friendship with Mac Miller one year after the rapper's tragic death while speaking with Zane Lowe of Beats One Radio uh, Friday the singer recalled an eerie experience that occurred shortly after Miller's death I'm going to ask if they did a, a collab with uh, Lil Peep too like Lil Peep's last song they actually got on the radio which that's just the only song I heard little people on the radio. This is like um, Fallout Boy. That other guy, I can't remember his name. Sorry, I don't remember his other name, but Simon Fallout Boy. And it had to be like when he died. That's messed up. That's what I'm saying. It's so weird. Malone began. It was like a day or two after he died. We were at an Airbnb in LA. Wow. So they had to rent a house together or stay with him. Yes, we were at an Airbnb in LA and all of a sudden the TV turns on and it wouldn't stop. We tried disconnecting it and all this, he continued. Then we turned it off and then it came back on and I was just like, this is weird, it gives me the chills, I don't know. <laughs> Malone also expressed that he and Miller had discussed creating another, creating an album together. We were sitting there playing beer pong and we were like, let's make a fucking album. Then we were coming up with names. He added... Of Miller, what an incredible, honestly, what a genuine here being. This is a wild singer. Also, recall the beginning of his friendship with the late rapper. This is Mac was the first artist to get me to get me. Malone said Mac was the first one that tweeted me. It's so weird because I listened to him since the beginning. Cause, yeah, cause I listened back way back too. <clears throat> okay, so I couple of songs of Wiz Khalifa too. It says, uh, I was like, yeah, awesome. This guy's cool as shit. And to be able to meet him and become friends with him it was just like, I look up to you. And now we're sitting here playing beer pong. Just last September, uh, <clears throat> Miller died at the age of 26 after an accidental overdose. He was found inside his San Fernando Valley home, pronounced dead at the scene. Malone was one of his, one of the many of the celebrities who paid tribute to the self-care singer after he died. It says, God... God damn it, we were such an he. You were such an incredible person. He wrote on Twitter after hearing the news. You changed so many lives. You had so much love in your heart. You inspired me throughout high school, and I wouldn't be where I was today without you. Never a more kind, sincere, and beautiful person. I fucking love you, Mac. Just earlier this week, shortly before the one year anniversary of Miller's death, the man who allegedly supplied Miller with the family laced pills that contributed to his accidental overdose was arrested. So that's why it's acting old because it was like lace. But I mean, at the end of the day, it was still legal pills that he took. But, you know, side the point. Um, this 28 year old Cameron James Batet was looking to custody Wednesday for allegedly supplying Miller with counterfeit oxydone pills that contain phenetically a synthetic opioid that's 80 to 100 times stronger than morphine. Oh, shit. Morphine itself is already fucking enough. That's the thing, man. Fucking uh, prescription drugs kill, kill you. So when you're like taking like random drugs on the streets, man, it fucking give you anything. That's why it's so bad with like 
if I tell my time as a teenager, man, I would take this random weed off the street, man. Just like, well, not really random weed, but like people I knew. But even then, like some, I some knew something like they don't really know where it came from. I was with people that I knew, not just like, hey, you got some weed, you know, whatever. But it was always like friends that I knew. But as nowadays, like I would just go to dispensaries, like just can't even trust what's going on from secondhand anymore. Unless you know it's like actually from a dispensary in the package and everything. Yeah, it says, uh, period the 42-page criminal complaint obtained by TMC. Federal prosecutors claim the rapper had asked Petit for perks. Yeah, I'm going to say it was Percocet. A brand name, pres- and prescription painkiller that contains abasphine and oxygone. And that Petit allegedly ended up supplying Miller with the uh, de- daily knockout pills instead. Yeah, see, not the real pills. So basically, he was trying to get like cheaper pills for like more money. So basically, just trying to rip Mac off. <sighs> yeah, listen to that. Yep. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Uh, what was that? How much? Oh. Okay, now we'll go to this one about AT and T, and then uh, switch over. This is. Oh, it's from YouTube. Oh, it's like a minute long. Holy shit. Oh, okay. This is like the... Let's see the football scene. Like, uh... It's the 20... It's, yeah, the Cowboys versus the Giants season opener. I think it was like an article. But I guess not. I don't know. We were just running into the 18th stadium. I went to a couple of like people were just walking this running. I might have like tickets as you see. Happy we're walking. I don't much football fans got it like just do a battle with cowboys around that stuff, but people are like big fans of football. I mean, I won't mind seeing the Cowboys games at the ATT Stadium. Showing this full off fans just walking around in the stadium. That's about it. I was gonna have like an article to read. Well, okay, I'm just reading something else. Since... How's that even? There's like one I'm not gonna read. It just says Gene Simmons' daughter rejects man hitting on her. Just kiss Gene Simmons does a heartbreaking favor to a fan with Down syndrome. That's like two different articles, actually. There's one alternative nation. It says, Howard Stern reveals creepy Michael Jackson and Prince secret. That's what I was reading. I was like, hmm, that'd be...
detail one is it? Okay, it's not. Yeah, let's be the last article. As uh, Howard Stern recently revealed some of the creepy behavior when it comes to how uh, Michael Jackson and Prince's music has been handled since their death on, on a recent episode, Dave uh, Grohel recently made a motion recording revelation to Howard Stern. Uh, what am I going to drink? Okay, this is uh, MarksFreakin.com recap. After the break, Howard came right back and said, Tomorrow they have uh, Tan Mom, Tan Mom, coming in for her farewell performance. He says she's moving to Florida. He said it should be shocking and heartwarming. He said it would be an emotional roller coaster. He said he's just, you do not miss it. As Howard, uh, Howard said, Tan Mom is going to say goodbye to them tomorrow. Fred plays some clips. Or Fred played some uh, some clips of Tan Mom saying some wacky stuff. Howard said he sees that Prince's estate ending up going his brothers and sisters. Uh, he said he read that uh, oh it, they all ended up with it. Howard said he thinks now they're running it. Oh excuse me. Uh, he said Howard said he sees that they sold let's go crazy to Capital One. Howard said they really understood the guy. Howard said he thinks people know how he thinks and they wouldn't do that to him. Howard asked if Prince wanted his stuff to be in a commercial. Robin uh, said no. She said he was very protective of his music. Howard played the Capital One commercial that they played during the, that, the Emmys last night with the Prince song. Howard laughed as it played. Howard said he thought about how that's exactly what Prince wanted. Robin said they're trying to figure out how to make every bit of money they can. Robin said, uh, you have to think about all the money that Prince spent. She said it's like the Michael Jackson story. She said Prince was much easier to manage. Howard Stern recently revealed, said Tom Petty, rejection. Howard said he think Prince would have been more of a Wells Fargo kind of guy. Robin said they're talking about a credit card and talking about going crazy. Howard said that's, uh, let's know it was a credit card. Gary said he, he has it. Uh, he said, you can use the points you build up for anything. He said, it's kind of Prince's fault for not leaving someone in charge. Uh, he said, you can have left him in charge. Yeah, sorry. He said, he seems to care more than his own family does. As Gary, Gary said, he used Capital One points to go on vacation recently. He said, he used the points. A racer featuring Eddie Van Halen recently made an emotional Michael Jackson uh, claim. That's what I heard on like different drummer. Like Michael Jackson went through a fuck ton of money. That's when he had to like do that, that last tour before he passed away. Cause like I think he was like more in debt, <clears throat> spending so much money. I just a lot of shit, really. He wanted to live like a king. That's when he's the king of pop. All right, that includes all the articles you guys we do for today. Yeah, basically the week. Uh, and me and Kelly went to Night Fest. Uh, I had to wait for her to get off work, but. I don't know I'm talking about it, but she drives now, so she got a license, drives now. Uh, drove from Austin here. Finally, I mean, uh, the wholesalers from Knockfest, it was Gojira, or Benahamoth, Gojira, Volbeats, and not or not, <laughs> and Slipknot, the headliners, of course, because of Knockfest. Uh, we was going to go to the, I was going to go on the Austin originally, but it was Friday, because we went on, you know, of course, Saturday, and Friday had to work. My time is overnight, so I couldn't do that. So we wait. We do one Saturday. Yeah, it's about two hours away. It's about an extra hour away. You know, two hours I guess coming back, but it was worth it. 
But yeah, we came. We just came here and picked, picked me up. Uh, got something to eat. Got that Burger King. Got that buy one, get one free. From Burger King. That, you know, you have Burger King on the cheap. Definitely use the Burger King app. It's fucking better than McDonald's apps for sure because. I mean, McDonald's did have for a while. I was doing that with McDonald's. They had a bad one, get one. And then they stopped. And then they had with the fries. The fries is about the best deal, really. That's why I always go to, sometimes if I had my cheat days, I would just go to Burger King, get the buy one, get one, and get the burgers, and I'll go, just, and I'll just go, and it's especially good where I live because they're right across from each other. So I go to Burger King, and I'll just go across the street, basically, and get the McDonald's fries for like a dollar with what they have. Because <laughs> other apps, they have the app, and then, if they have it for a price, say like, uh, I'm the same for example, Coke, 50 cents. And then they'll have the app, and then it go away, and they'll bring it back, and then they'll say Coke, a dollar. I'm like, what the fuck, you're raising the app, you're making it worse. Burger King I've been had a problem with. Their app is pretty, pretty boss. Cause especially now, I don't know if it's still there, but then they had like the, you could have the Impossible Burger and a regular burger, Whopper, for like seven bucks, but you know, it's still more, so I'd rather just get the bottle and get one. And they have a mix and match too, but that's six bucks, so it's still even cheaper reduced the app than their fucking deal that they promote. <laughs> Cause they don't really promote their apps really as good as like their record deals. But anyway, I got that, and then we left, uh, uh, to Dallas, uh, pretty good drive up there. I had to go to GameStop because I wanted to pick up a game, Kill a Kill, Eye Up the Game. Let's talk about that, well, I'll talk about that before we continue the story. Yeah, I got Kill a Kill up the game, we went to game, I got the GameStop, pick up the game. I want to get it pretty on, because I looked how long to play it, and it said, like, on, uh, I go to one website, just, uh, I'll just look it up for the kitchen, I want to know for y'all selves, get, get the right website. Yeah, it's basically uh, howlongtobeat.com. And then you can type in your, the game, whatever, and people just give you like a rough estimate how long the story mode is and extra shit. Yeah, the Kill a Kill game is only three hours. Like a little three hours max. So I'm like, alright, well, there's no way I'm buying this game, like brand new, because it's, you know, it's a fighting game, most li- more likely. I looked up. And like the whole thing, because I don't even be somewhat surprised. You know, it's a little bit story and then verses, that's about it. So, I was like, no, I'm not paying 60 bucks and keeping that. So, I'm like, all right, wait for pre-owned. I'll wait however how long, probably a month. Well, it came out, been forever. And then finally, I see it's uh, Dallas, like pre-owned. I'm like, all right. So, I look up how far it is from the venue we're going to. Was it, you know, the Dosakis, uh Pomelon, the outdoor venue. That's what I went to for the Posty Fest. I was like three miles from it. I'm like, oh, sweet. So, go to GameStop, pick it up. Uh, well, yeah, then I'll tell you about the Okay, so now play it. I haven't I haven't posted. It's on Twitch right now. There's a recording of the podcast. I haven't uploaded it on YouTube yet. But you can go back on my Twitch right now as we're recording this and look at it. But, uh, yeah, from everything, like, I played it one th- one setting. Like, I actually did it the same day as I'm doing this podcast. Like, like, I literally got it in two hours. Like, literally under two hours. And that's with breaks. A couple of breaks. So, yeah. All right, it's... It's definitely rushed as fuck. It, you can't really cover in the story at all. You're basically finding the two main people. People. I, mean, I want to explain. You know, spoil everything if you watch the anime. You're basically finding the two. If you are gonna watch the anime, I don't want to spoil it. But I mean, it's definitely an anime worth checking out. If, if anything, if you play the game then anime, you're pretty, uh, pretty bummed. Like, I definitely recommend watching anime first. That way, you know what the fuck is going on before playing the game. Like, because I already know what's going on, like story wise. Because you play the game, I'm like, oh, this is fucking short as fuck. Because the two girls in it, I'm just saying that like they're, 
kind of on the opposite page, then all of a sudden they're on the same page. Like, they don't explain the game why that is, but in the anime they do, so definitely... Or even the manga, you know, if you're a manga, if you're a reader, just watch <laughs> read the manga. But anime, yeah, definitely anime. Watch, just watch the anime. Like, like the game is just more like you know, just to kill some time, and like you just feel like feel of actually playing, like playing the characters. But yeah, it was hella short. Like you're basically playing the two. You're fighting the two uh, antagonists a couple of times, and you find this main boss on the end. Then you got a couple of fillers. Which is like a, like suit people, whatever suit drunk, uh, we call them? A, a suit misfits, whatever. Like I don't know, you call it fillers. It's press time, and it's 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 not enough at all. Like it's definitely one of the shortest games I've ever bought in my life. Don't I don't I rec I don't I would say recommend playing. It. I'm like I would say for, I always do it the method I did: buy it or buy it pre-owned, play it, and then return it. Like that way, if you get it basically free. <laughs> That's how I do it. Like, if you get it for free, yeah, but don't don't pay sixty bucks. Unless you're just a fucking true hardcore killer kill fan. But let's say it was worth sixty bucks. No, it's not. So, as I'm recording this, like, uh, Gears of War Five is coming out uh, Tuesday. It was Monday. It's gonna be the Monday release. So, that's my plan. As soon as I'm off work, I'm gonna return that game and then use that money for Gears of War Five. That's my shit. Cause I know that shit's gonna be more than three hours. And also just knows that uh, Batista, who's a you know former WWE superstar, if you know if y'all are because if y'all actually follow my podcast, the ones that do, you know I talk about a lot of wrestling. Batista's actually a character in there. I don't even know about that, so that's gonna surprise me. I haven't looked too much into that, so that's gonna be cool to know. I got a uh, worker at I got a coworker at work, so we're gonna play that after, after we get off work today. I gotta fucking buy some uh, gold too. I don't have any gold on my Xbox, so I'm gonna do that for online. That's my plan for work. Hopefully. I, sh- I mean, do the middle of release, but I don't get off of exactly at midnight, so... Hoping they'll still be uh, open at that time. But we'll see. If not, then I'll just fucking get it uh, the next morning. No big deal. But I like to, because that's what I want to play. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we go to GameStop, pick that up, and we go to the venue, and uh, uh, we drink a little bit, because, you know, we... We were gonna wait because it's fucking hell expensive. That that's like one of the most expensive places to get alcohol. So, uh, but yeah, we drank. We waited till we got there. We drank the parking lot, which uh, I didn't notice. Like the only two times I've been there, like it's not really people I've seen drinking, but like since this day, like I see people you know get out of the car after we're done drinking. Like other people were fucking drinking a lot, like beer and shit. Like we were in the car just drinking, and then I see like a little shuttle. And the other two times I've been there, it was no fucking shuttle. Like, there's sometimes shuttles for, like, outdoor venues. Our venues to begin with was pretty large. And there's a fucking venue. I've only caught one, like, two other times. Because when I told you about the other, the uh, hard summer, if y'all listen to, like, California podcast, how that hard shuttle bus actually picked us up, but then it was not coming back. Because fucking sucks. I had to walk all the way back from there. It was just, like, a mile and a half. But it was alright. I figured. We, I got home. <laughs> but, yeah, there was a shuttle. Uh, and picked, there was like one there. It sounded like the one in Austin too. When I remember I talked on the podcast, it was because that's a, that's an outdoor venue too. But anyway, we we got rode the butt or the shuttle whatever. But then they didn't take us that close even to the venue. We still had to walk a little ways. I was like, damn. Well, we got it. We got in, no problem. Checking, scan the tickets. Uh, then you know, take a piss, and then she wanted fucking getting us something to drink anyway. Like she paid because like our tour is being expensive, so it was all right. We got like two more, like two. 
So we were drinking like this uh, margarita wine. That's like a Walmart. They have like different flavors. I can't remember the brand. Like she usually gets those. There's like a regular like lime flavor, a peach or yeah, peach flavor and a strawberry flavor. Yeah, they're pretty boss. Like thirteen percent for ten bucks. A huge. I think it's like one point five liters. They're pretty good. They get you uh, where you need to be. But yeah, we got two. Of them. I think we just got regular flavors of those margaritas, and they're shaped like a guitar. It's pretty cool. We need to keep them though. It had two of those. Like they're the cheapest ones, and they had like a lady leg for like twenty bucks. But ours was like sixteen a piece. I'm like, fuck. I say there's no, and the beer is like fifty. Like you're eating nothing cheaper than like fifteen bucks. There it is. Way overpriced. Get real to rip you off, but it's whatever. But yeah, uh, get her drinks. Uh, as soon as we get on our seat, like Volpe just uh, soon plays, which is exactly what I wanted. Because I kind of calculated because the show was supposed to start at 5.30. And I looked up the set list, which by the way, if you don't know people's concert set list, go to setlist.fm.com. You can find the people's set list. They play all the same shit during the same tours. So, yep. Got there some time for Volpe to play. Have a hell of a set. You can check out all the concert. Well, so far... Roll Feet and Slipknot's videos that are recorded on my YouTube page. You can check that on my link below. And then uh, Slipknot came out. Hell of a show. They did their thing. Uh, we left. Uh, traffic wasn't too bad getting out. We finally get out. We had to stop somewhere to get gas. Because Kelly wasn't even paying attention. We had a fucking... She almost ran out of gas. We didn't tell her. So we pulled over. Got it filled up. Then went home. You know, stayed the night. Then had to go... Uh, go work the next day. Well, she had to work the next day. Then I'm good here. Then the podcast. Uh, then I watched uh, I watched Angry Birds 2, which I know y'all got some cartoon anime fans. So I, it's basically that mobile game. It's not, I didn't even know they had a, a serious show, too. Which is basically like Eagle Island shit. I definitely, you know, you're into kid cartoons, whatever. It's alright to watch. And I watched the Scooby-Doo movie. The Return to Zombie Island. That one's kind of meh. Don't want to get into too much if you want to get into it. Tomato, tomato, what do you call, what do you call it? Uh, Rotten Tomatoes give it like 20%. What's about Rotten Tomatoes, man? They're like head critical. Like, there's a critic side and there's, you know, fan side. What's the fan side? The fan side, you go, you go more with range for like the fans and the critics. Because one good example was the uh, Dave Chappelle special. Like, the critics gave it like, I think it's currently like 17% or something. The audience gave it a 99%. Like, that tells you something. The critics are just a hell of PC. Definitely, definitely recommend uh, Chappelle's new, uh, new Netflix show, uh, Sticks and Stones. That shit is hella hilarious. Yeah, I'll look that up real quick. I think the next movie I want to watch is, uh, even though a lot of people say it's still bad, it's the uh, you know, shark movie. Uh, 47 meters below Uncaged, because I've seen the first one already. But definitely want to see the uh, It 2. I want to see that one. That one just came out. Oh, actually, uh, yeah, I think it's just talking about right here. Actually, I'll let off the website. Yeah, it came 91 million in this box office. Let's see what it gave it a rating if it's changed. Yeah, 60, it says it ends chapter 2. Yeah, 64% tomato meter. Audience scored it at 81. So. But I think the next movie we're going to watch is uh, like the, blab, the Final Blood. The, uh, it's fucking Sylvester Stallone's movie. I can't wait for that one. I'm a I'm a Rambo guy too. I'm like Rockies. I like the Rockies and the Rambo movies. So, um, Carnival Row. Is that the? Oh wow! I should give it a. 
Yeah, they're like promoting that on Amazon original. That's a TV show. Or, yeah, a TV show on Amazon. Like, critics give that 54, but the audience give it an 87. So, like, that just tells you one thing on, like, freaking critics. I guess they do the whole season two on one time on like Netflix. But, yeah. Uh, like, Good Boys. I didn't expect Good Boys to give a high rating. I watched Good Boys last week. They get it. Tomato. The critics give it an 80, and the audience give it 86. So, that's pretty good. If, it's, if they have both good ratings, yeah, it's definitely a good movie to watch. I'm like, it, I mean, this book, that just gives you something. It was alright to watch. I mean, that's say Good Boys is the best movie I've ever, I've ever seen. It's basically a prequel to fucking uh, Super Bad. I mean, Super Bad was way back in the day. Like, one of earlier of uh, uh, Seth Rogen's movies. Let's see. Um, Sticks and Stones. Because I think these always change. Because like, I heard like an article, like, Stone and Stone had like 0%. Yeah, now it's uh, yeah twenty yes twenty three percent, and the audience gave it a ninety nine. So that tells you something that critics are wrong about that. Well, it shows you about like, how many people, like the total count for the critics is like thirteen, and then the users, you know, be like me and you, whatever. If you're not a critic, it's thirty thousand. They gave it a ninety nine. That's one of the highest I've seen like an audience score. So that tells you we're not into that kind of sh PC shit. Like, pretty much just funny and everything. That's all I like a man. He can make any kind of bad issue funny. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Alright, guys. Uh, we're to the hour. I think we're going to wrap it up here. And we'll next week, I'll let you on definitely how Gears of War 5 is going to be. But yeah, guys. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you're new, like I said, if you're new to the uh, podcast, please give us a uh, subscribe here. I'd like to have you on board. It gives us the podcast up and running. And I uh, hope you all have a great week. We'll see you all next time on Topics on the Pod. Peace. Play me outro. Down the years, it's been a ride. And now I'm sorry, I'm all it's not in tonight. And on and on, as we go, we seem to fight. But baby, that's just the way we love. And only in the dark do we see our sunlight. Home is where we were, home is where we want to be And yes, we don't have time to say goodbye And this ain't the last time Now this time before we go Raise your hands, raise your toes Time is something special just like love before it starts to snow It's crazy how the years have gone Memories are the drug we're on But darling, just remember that there's never a goodbye Gears falling There's never a goodbye There's never a goodbye There's never a
to a different time Maybe I need to hear your voice to make me smile No, 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 it's not said and done Baby, you can fly with me and we'd be worried And it's only time before we miss the fire You and I reach the total higher Whoa, our hands up in the sky Just see now years pass by Ten years Show me where you've 